Welcome to the MG Kitchen Podcast. This is where you're going to learn all about how to cook very simple food, very easily, very quickly, and with relatively simple ingredients. It's not going to be complicated. It's going to be something you're going to really enjoy, particularly in these difficult times when we're all locked down and we're having to find things to do around the house. Today's exciting dish is chicken paprika, which comes, of course, from Hungary uh, and from my days as a, a boy working in the Hungarian patisserie. That's where I learned to make this particular concoction. Welcome back to the MG Kitchen, because uh, it's time once again uh, for another thrilling episode of ye, you and me in the kitchen uh, with a knife, with an onion, uh, with a pot, some chicken, some chilies, a little bit of a red pepper, some paprika, possibly some rice or some pasta, depending on what your preference is, because we're going to make today one of my favourite Hungarian recipes, which is in fact something called paprika chicken. Now, I don't know how many of you have been to Hungary, but Hungary has got a great heritage in terms of its food. It's a bit of a peasanty sort of food place. They do some remarkable things with um, with paprika uh, and with uh, some sausage and all sorts of um, chicken dishes, pork dishes as well, particularly. They like to use a bit of gnocchi, uh, which is that sort of, you know, a German potato noodle that you can make. I'm first of all putting uh, some vegetable oil in a pot and I'm about to put an onion in there first. That's the first thing. Basically, you're going to fry up an onion. You're going to fry up some pepper with it as well. This is one of those recipes where you cook the vegetables before you do anything else. So basically, um, I've got two green chilies here. Now, if you want to be perfect about it, uh, you could put like half a red pepper and half a green pepper in. I've actually only got a red pepper, so that's all I'm doing. And I'm not going to go to the shops, especially just to buy a green pepper, because I know it would look nicer, because that would be wrong. In this time of lockdown, you don't want to be doing that. But I've got a red pepper here. Um, I already used actually half of it before, so the good thing about that is it's it's already cut open. And it's already been cut in half. So all you've got to do is the membrane of a pepper, which is the kind of white bit inside. I always try to cut that out because it doesn't really bring anything to the party, if you know what I mean. And obviously the seeds, you don't want those either. So I just tap those usually into the sink. You can hear the onions beginning to sizzle a little bit. As usual, you're going to be using some tomato-based sauce, but some people like to put a bit of cream in as well. Now, I don't have any cream, but what I do have is a little bit of creme fraiche, which I bought the other day when I was trying to get sour cream. You put sour cream in, you can put yogurt in, anything to make it, and what it does is it gives it a kind of an orange hue rather than a red one, and it's really nice. And as I say, once it's cooked, you can make it as spicy or as non-spicy as you like. Once it's cooked, you can decide whether you want to have rice with it, which is very nice, or, if you don't fancy rice, you can have a bit of pasta, or you can have a bit of gnocchi with it. Uh, you can buy gnocchi now, you don't have to make it, because that's quite a laborious job. It's a bit like making your own pasta. Um, but it's basically potato-based pasta, for want of a better word. What I will say is it's time for a glass of wine, because um, I haven't actually poured one yet. So let's do that. I've got a bit of Chianti left over from last night. There we go. Cheers. Mmm. Oh, that is nice. Little touch of red wine. Now, as you can hear, um, the onion and the pepper are frying away nicely. They start to get a little bit softer in the pan, as you see. And as you stir them around, you see the onion getting slightly coloured. 
by the red pepper, which gives it a nice kind of um, hue, if you like. Now, this is one of the few dishes that I make that you actually put the meat in last. I'm going to put a little bit of salt in. I don't actually put pepper in this because it's got some other spices which tend to be, you know, more chilli related. So I might put a couple of dashes of Tabasco sauce in as well because you know me, I quite like it spicy. But I've put three Thai chilies in, so uh, with, a, with a bit of luck it'll probably be pretty spicy anyway. But basically, um, what you're going to do once you're happy that the consistency of the onion and the pepper is nice and soft, and you can really tell that by the way it moves around under the wooden spoon that I use. I always tend to use a wooden spoon, by the way, or a wooden sort of, you know, spatula, rather than a metal one. I just think it's uh, aesthetically more pleasing. It doesn't scrape, you know, and it's easy to use. Um, then you're gonna pour in either a tin of tomatoes, if you have them. I'm still working through my collection of passata. Um, so while this is actually for the wrong country, it's from Italy. Uh, it's not a problem to use it. There you go, I've just opened it up. Pouring it in. And then I'll do what I always do with my bottle of passata. Put a little bit of water in it. So that, as I've said to you many times, you do not waste any of it. Put the lid on properly, unlike the way I did it last time, which resulted in some of it coming out. <laughs> and give it a shake. And basically, um, you've got some more liquid that you can then put in, but at the moment, I'm going to lower the temperature on this and just let it stew for a while. I've also got a little bit of tomato left over from my lunch. So I'm going to put that in. Fresh tomato, of course, that is. Because sometimes it's nice to add that. Um, and I'll have the paprika ready to go in as well. I'm going to put the lid on. Turn it down a little bit, down to three, and then I'll turn it down to two in a minute as well. And we're well on the way to paprika chicken, Hungarian style. Now, because I'm such a lover of paprika, I've actually got two different kinds of paprika to put in here. I've got some smoked paprika, which I'm going to use, and it's sweet rather than hot. You can get hot smoked paprika. I'm putting a spoon of that in. And I've also got a big sort of bag of regular paprika. And what that does effectively is it sweetens and uh, thickens the sauce, right? Because it's a bit like putting flour into a stew or something like that basically makes everything go very nicely and again this is something that if you wanted to cook it in the oven you could I'm actually cooking it on the stovetop and like everything else I've got the scissors over here because what I want to do is put the chicken in sliced up you know because we don't want to put the whole chicken breast in so once again you're going to wash your hands nicely after you've done this but just cut the uh, chicken breast with scissors as I'm doing into kind of you know bite-sized chunks now obviously the more people you're cooking for, the more chicken you're gonna use. If you're cooking for three or four people, you would use minimum two chicken breasts, maybe three. Um, I would suggest uh, if you're cooking for two, you might get away with one chicken breast if it's quite big. Just depends on the size, really. Um, but you'll fold the sauce over the chicken, and what you'll find is that as it cooks in, there will be more moisture generated practically. So I'm gonna put a little bit more of the water in from the passata. Because you can always make it less thick and less sticky as time goes on. What you don't want to do is dry it out. So that's all good. Put the lid back on and you can leave that for a little while. Come back and check on it in about 10, 15 minutes.
You're going to need some vegetable oil. You'll need one chicken breast, depending on how many people you're cooking for. One onion, uh, one pepper. I prefer a green one. Two chilies, two tablespoons of smoked sweet paprika. Uh, one tablespoon of paprika, which is normal. One tin of tomatoes. And as it gets done towards the end, you're going to fold through three tablespoons of sour cream or creme fraiche, if you're on a bit of a diet. And you can serve it either with rice or with pasta, macaroni perhaps, or indeed with gnocchi. Uh, which of course are those little potato pasta balls that you can buy in the supermarket. Join me again next time for another episode of MG's Kitchen. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. And if you want to show me your creations, tweet me at MG's Kitchen.